Welcome to episode 199 of the TDR Now podcast. We were so close to opening 200 with this uh, with this topic, but that's okay. Let's get let's keep going. Uh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were talking so about close. this, and we were just like, oh, we were, oh, because yeah, we were thinking, oh, wouldn't it be great if the parks reopened on our 200th 200th episode and. We were so close. We were so close. So close. But who are we? If you're a new listener, who are we and what do we do? We're one of the first English, uh, the first English speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. And where can you find us? If you've never listened before, if you have, you know this, you should, you should have this memorized or in your favorites. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram, and everywhere else under TDR Explorer, and on Facebook.com slash TDR Explorer, and YouTube, and so many other places. All you have to remember is TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photos at the park, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove. And with me, as always, is the amazing Chris. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a roller coaster Can of a year this has it? been, hasn't it? Yeah. I can't. I just can't. I just. I t- uh, and we just passed the halfway mark. <laughs> <laughs> we still got another, basically, another six months of this stuff. What, and I don't know. What do you have on your bingo card know. for next month? Because now we have flooding. Um, yeah, Japan's flooding now. Well, in the southern part of Japan, anyway. And what oh, what boy. else? What else? What, I did not have that on my bingo card. I, well, no, I had volcanic no, eruption for this month. Well, we did have a decently sized earthquake. What was it last week? <gasps> like six in the morning, four in the morning, or whatever it was. Yeah, that um, <laughs> so that scared me. That it woke me up. That woke me up too. And my husband was out of town. Like the one time he has a business trip was that night. And my son, it woke him up. He came running into my room. It's an earthquake, mommy. And I go, I I know. Turn on the news. And they say, we can go back to sleep. We just go back to sleep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and they said we could go back to sleep. So that's what we did. But it was pretty big. I was like, what is this? Yeah, it was one of those that it jolted you awake. Uh-huh. Like... If they had like sometimes they happen in the e- like at night and I don't wake up because they're usually pretty small. Yeah. But usually when it's what what a four or higher, that's when you start feeling like that's when you notice it. But at least there and was no alarm this time. No, that, that, that's what I was thinking. Like, where's the alarm? We got two alarms before <laughs> and there were small ones, but there was no alarm for these ones. For this one, or you know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I I remember sitting there, or uh, actually, I wasn't saying I was laying there. I was laying there, and I thought, if this doesn't stop soon, I'm gonna have to grab my stuff and go. Oh no! 
like that's the kind of stuff that goes through your mind when the earthquakes are a little bit bigger because you just don't know right this could be the one you never know you never know so, so it's kind of yeah uh, which reminds me i need to get my emergency bag like figured out properly like i have one uh-huh. but it's not completely done because i just moved in like two months ago so i guess it's not just moving in but yeah i need to get that done so then if we have to evacuate all of a sudden i can grab that and go and i don't have to panic or at least one less thing to panic about i don't know oh for sure yeah yeah not fun not fun but Were anyway you also affected like another weird thing happened last week and i don't it might have been just our area there was um, some weird electrical um, problem, like a disconnection or something. Like there, there was these rolling brownouts, and we have never had the power go out except for one time, which was during the the Tohoku earthquake. And my uh, no, husband I didn't was like, that. so he's like, he's calling me like, oh my God, because I was outside of the house. I was at the station. He's like, the power went out again. And I'm like, really? No way. I'm like, I'm missing out. And then my son, he said, my son had, he was clutching a flashlight and it kept going out every few minutes. And my husband was trying to work and he was like losing it. He's like, it happened again <laughs> because it never, <laughs> the power never goes out here. So it was so weird. And it was some huh. kind of like electric no, I, company I didn't issue. Notice that. I did not notice that. Okay. So maybe it was only our area. I don't know. Might have been. <laughs> what kind of shady place do you live in? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Everything's going down here. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's crazy. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, we should get back to the topic at hand here. Which is really exciting, uh, actually. Yeah. It is. Really exciting. I'm I'm happy. I'm really happy. Me too. But before we talk about that, we got to talk about our Patreon. <laughs> so if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have a bunch of rewards for you if you want to help out the show. And we have a bonus episode every month. It's the $15 level. And you get an extra 30-minute episode every month where Trish and I talk about whatever. it's basically whatever we just talk about whatever we want and it's uncensored unfiltered un un i don't know whatever (laughs) And and let me tell you we accept requests but we never get requests and it makes us yeah, really so sad. Send it to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on email, contact at tdrexplorer.com. If you're on the $15 level, tell us what you want us to talk about in the bonus episode. Otherwise, we're just going to uh, drink and swear at, you know, basically sailors. We were drinking and um, swearing at the the app for buying tickets last time. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good <laughs> half an hour episode. So if you want to listen to those kind of episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney reopened. Yay! Man, what was this? The long, the longest closure the resort has ever had. Yeah, man. How crazy in is that? In its history. So when the big earthquake happened in 2011, the parks were closed, what, a month? Just over a month, I think? I think something like, there, something one like was, that. One was longer than the other. I think Disney Sea opened a little bit after Disneyland. But yeah. it was not... How long was it closed now? Uh, almost Just over four months. What? That's so crazy. Yeah. That's almost half a year. Very long. So the parks reopened on July 1st. 
And, well, you and I both went to Tokyo Disneyland. Well, I went on the first day. You went on the second day. Yes. And there's a lot of measures in place, and I'm sure everyone knows what we're going to talk about. It's kind of a standard at this point. But it was a lovely experience. Mine, well, mine day, my day was good, but the weather was not good. <laughs> the weather was terrible. Oh, man. So I was told, so one of my friends, Satoshi, he told me that uh, in Japanese, they they call it the Mickey curse. Yeah, this stuff where, always happens when something opens. Yeah, when there's something big happening at the park and there's supposed to be a ceremony mm-hmm. or just a special event, like something like a big milestone or something is supposed to happen, it rains. And it's usually really bad. <laughs> so... First day at Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea reopening. The weather was horrid. The wind was bad. Like it gets windy here because we are on the ocean, but that day was particularly terrible. And the and the weather would not make up its mind. Sometimes it's really it would be really windy, and then it would stop being windy, and then it would just downpour. Then it would stop, and then it would be hot, and then it would be windy again, and then it'd be windy and raining. And it just could not make up its mind what it wanted that day. <laughs> so it made it very difficult for me to record video because I kept switching between my expensive Sony camera, which I did not want to get wet. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get, it's not waterproof or water resistant. And my iPhone, which I ha- which is water resistant, but it doesn't have the best audio capabilities, especially in the wind. So I struggled <laughs> To get to cobble stuff together to make something coherent, but I think I did it. I think I did pretty okay. It was a good day overall, though, despite that. What were your Disney goals for the park that day? To have a spring roll and eat honey popcorn, which I didn't do either. No, (laughs) (laughs) I think what what we're talking about one of our past episodes, it was episode 194. Mm -hmm. First things we'll do when we go to the park. I said, spring roll. It was closed. (laughs) And I did find the honey popcorn eventually. Because so the honey popcorn in front of Pooh's Honey Hunt was closed. It was closed. I noticed that. And I was like, oh, no. But they did have the honey popcorn in front of Sweetheart Cafe. Oh, man. I didn't even think to look there. But I didn't get it. Because I didn't bring a popcorn bucket with me and I did not trust just holding the paper thing of popcorn. Yeah. Because it was so windy. Yeah. I just I just had these visions of I'd get it and it would fly out of my hand. Can you imagine? Yeah, that would be terrible. Because I was trying to juggle having my camera with me and my umbrella and in my bag. Mm-hmm. I just thought, you know what? I'm not adding popcorn to this. <laughs> I'm just not going to deal with that. That was good. What about you? I, I really, okay, so my son really wanted to ride Space Mountain, and I really wanted to do Haunted Mansion, which, by the way, I love, love, love the new headpieces that they have that are um, kind of like this, uh, like, uh, like wicker, like wicker bonnet, like black wicker bonnets and blicker, black wicker hats for the men, and I am- What? I didn't notice that. Oh my god, I'm in love with it. I'll send, I'll send you, I took a picture of the ladies bonnet, um, but the men also have a version and it's, I guess it's like the summer style for, 
haunted mansion. Oh. And the people at the front of the park also have new costumes, mm. which are really pretty. I didn't notice that. I, did, I, I was too busy looking at the ground at the social distancing <laughs> markers because that's the kind of person I am. Okay. Haunted Mansion. It was weird, right? It was so weird. I was like, oh, is this what we're doing? Okay. It makes sense. I got it. Okay. But it was so weird. No pre-show. No pre-show. At all. At all. And you just we like just, walk through. You know. It was, yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure if how they were gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But I I get yeah, it makes sense. It just kind of ruins it a little bit. It was uh, but weird. it was neat to see. It was an it was interesting neat to see. experience. Yeah. Yeah. For us, of course, like we're regulars, right? So we can kind of go whenever we we choose. Um, so it's, it's, it's neat to see that kind of thing, but for those that have never, maybe never seen it before, it's jarring. It is. I think Very if, jarring. if you're coming to the park now during the height of a pandemic, I think you have to, you have to be ready to give up some of what would be the normal experiences though, you know? Yeah. We did talk a few episodes back about canceling your trip. What was it episode 197? So just go back and listen to that. We talked about canceling your trip to Japan this year. Still stand by that. Like, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Like, to be honest, like, I really, really had a good time. Like, both of us, my son and I, we really, really had a good time. And, like, the main purpose for our trip was for him to get Disney out of his system for a while because i told him after this you know trip after this day we're taking a break um because the numbers are back up in tokyo they're going to be increasing the numbers in the park anyways and i'm like let's have this one amazing day and when things settle down then you can go back as much as you want you can have a brand new annual pass and you can play to your heart's content but that was kind of like that was the other main goal of our trip not just to like write our favorite things but also to like for him to really get it out of his system while the parks were virtually empty that's a good point i agree with that i'm i'm okay with that the cases are going up here what was that? One hundred and fifty or two hundred or something? Oh my god! Today, no, yesterday? it was. Was it two hundred? No, I don't think it got. Over, I don't think it got to two hundred. It was a hundred and something. I think hundred. Yeah. I think I the Sorry, highest. I, I, don't, I don't want to scare you. Freaked you. me out. <laughs> no, I think the highest. I think the highest it got to was like a hundred forty. Yeah. Ugh. But oh, that's not good. It's it's yeah. a city. It's really hard because in the city, you know, you you have the the public transportation. Everybody's kind of packed together, and everybody's going out now. You know, so it's it's a really really tough um, situation for 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 an area like Tokyo in in particular. You know. Yeah, we're still doing better compared to other countries in the world. So I guess take solace in that. <laughs> I mean, we're all, everyone all, all over the world, we're like fighting this battle, right? And we're all like yeah. trying to figure out how to strike a balance, you know, in between kind of like some sort of normalcy, but also taking precautions. So it's really tough. And, and I think it's like a situation that people are adjusting to as it goes along. But, you know, speaking to all the adjustments, like, so what did you think about 
the experience in the park with all the corona, like actually experience the experiencing the corona adjustments, right? Well, low crowds aside, because that that was wonderful. You know, I'll, I'll admit that completely. It was like Walk every on ride was, was fast pass, you know. <laughs> Yeah, just like we just walked on. I walked on on every single ride. It was glorious. <laughs> Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, Puzani Hunt. It's a small world. Like everything was just walk on. I think like Country Bear had the highest wait times. And that's because it's a show, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's not a continuous, it's not a continuous loading attraction. Um, the social distancing markers. I mean, I've seen so many now. It's kind of, you're just kind of used to them. They were easy to follow. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of them, but they were very easy to follow. The cast members are holding signs, both in Japanese and English, which is good. I think the English was bigger than the Japanese in terms of font. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Why? I don't know. Mm. (laughs) But um, all that, I mean, it's fine. It makes the 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 queues physically longer because mm-hmm. you know people are spaced out, but you know whatever. It doesn't really affect the wait times at all. Uh, everyone follows the rules. Well, I shouldn't say everyone. Most people do. People are very good at following how things should be done here in Japan, which is good. That that made me feel safe. People weren't crowding as much. I didn't notice it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, even at the the character greeting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, they space you out. So this is in front of the Cinderella Castle, right? Yeah. So they just have one character greeting where all the characters, like the Fab Five, come out, wave, dance, and whatever, and then they, you know, leave. Uh, so that's the only character greeting stuff they have. There's nothing else right now, and we don't know when that's going to change. And everyone was spaced out nicely. Everyone respected the distance and all that. Everyone wears a mask. Same with the restaurants. Everyone's spaced out nicely. And it was just a very lovely experience. And, like, it's funny because you said everybody was wearing the mask. And I thought that was really interesting because you saw a lot of people on the English just Twitter saying, oh, in Tokyo, it's it's only recommended. You don't have to wear it. That's because everybody wears it anyways. I did not see one person not wearing their mask, even yeah. outside walking around where there's plenty of space. Because mm-hmm. it's like just like the, the common sense thing to do so that you don't even have to be told to do it, you know? No, people just do it here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just just one of those things, <laughs> right? It. I think we've talked about it before in the show where Japan's very... It's about the greater good. It's about the community. It's not about yourself. Sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, for, depends. <laughs> depends like what merchandise is available. Then after that, it's all bets are off. But for the most part, it's for the group, right? It's a very group mentality, not individual for the most part. So that's kind of how that plays in here and also shame culture. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) Shaming is another thing that is very prominent here in Japan, but we won't get into that. Did you have any, um, any misadventures when you were there? Like anything that like, you know, you you thought, Oh, this is how the day is going to go. And then something kind of went awry. 
lost my umbrella a couple times. That was fun. Oh. I, I'm happy I invested in an umbrella that if it goes inside out, it doesn't destroy itself. Yes, those are my favorite. Yeah, I bought, you know, it's like a $10 umbrella. And yeah, it doesn't. I, I had I had the wind pick it up a couple of times and poof, there it goes. Mm-hmm. But all I did was is once the wind died down, I put it faced it the other way so the wind blew into it yes. and it like popped it back. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that probably about three times. The wind really like the wind really sucked. I can deal with rain, but when it's like wind and rain, it's just like you can't really do anything. Yeah. So it just makes it like really tough. Um the one, okay, the one thing was the restaurants. Okay. That was confusing. I, you know, we confusing. were so into doing the attractions. We we had meant to do some of the restaurants. Like, we had meant to try out the pancake place and stuff. And we just never got around to it. And, like, Kai's like, what about the pancakes? And I'm like, screw the pancakes. We, you, ha- you had pancakes in Hawaii. Let's, let's keep going. Come on. Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> so... We ended up missing out on like some of the new stuff. Did you get to try any of that? No, none of it. So I wanted to do the the Center Street Coffee House and yeah. we went up there and prior to everything, you didn't need a reservation for uh table service restaurants. It was all like of course there were reservations, but you could do standby. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're doing it it's reservation only. Uh-oh. And when I tried to get the reservation, I tried a couple times through the app and it just kept crashing. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I just said, oh, forget it. Like, I don't have time for this. Um, because they released this Center Street Coffee House coaster mm-hmm. that you get when you order a coffee or a latte or something. Yeah. And I really wanted that because it's really cute. And I love that, that, that very specific branded merchandise. Yeah. When it's like this, like, this restaurant's name is on it. Like, I love that stuff. I live for it. Yeah. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that because I was kind of, it was irritating. But uh, we just ended up being at the counter service restaurant, which was fine. W- what was interesting, though, is they've released seasonal food from the past events that have ended, which is interesting. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was that was interesting. So, Seeing the It's Very Mini, uh-huh. like souvenir cups with the desserts there was very strange because that would have ended, well, it ended in March. Mm-hmm. Tech, well, like it was supposed to end in March. It, I guess, technically ended in February when the parks closed, but that seems like an eternity ago <laughs> <laughs> when that happened. Another so time. seeing that, seeing that in July, weird, very weird. And they're doing the same thing over at Disney Sea with the Duffy stuff, I believe. Oh, yeah. And the Easter, the Usapio. Oh my gosh, stuff. that's so weird. Yeah, so the Usapio. Easter, like, Easter already as it is is never ending here. I don't want to have it in the summertime. Yeah, like, no, like we're over it. It's done. Like Easter didn't even happen this year. <laughs> so whatever. Move on. Let's, <laughs> move on let's to the, move forward, you guys. <laughs> I know. Ugh. But whatever. What about you? Like, what what thing was strange for you or upsetting or... Oh, uh, nothing upsetting. We, <laughs> <laughs> we had a little bit of a misadventure with... You know, have you heard my um, 
my drama uh, uh, with the balloons in the past. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, quick recap. I've, I've wanted a yellow balloon, like a yellow Mickey Mouse balloon for like the longest time. And for like a while it was sold out last year. And then once they had it and I was, I was like taking a picture like, oh, I can finally buy it. And I took the picture. I shouldn't have wasted time taking the picture. I walk up to buy it and they're like, oh, sorry, we're not selling it right now. And I'm like, what? And they walked away with the balloons. And it was like the saddest thing. And so I had like this long ongoing affair with the balloons. And we were in the park and it was morning time. We had just gotten in and we saw the balloons. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, let's go find out if they're going to be selling it later in the day. And they said, oh, we don't know because it might get windy. So we might not sell it. And they, we, you know, all day long after that, we never saw the balloons again, but we bought a balloon. We bought the yellow balloon, but then we had to carry it with us all day. So (laughs) we took that balloon and I didn't even know you could do this. We took it on every ride on Space Mountain, on Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Gadget Go Coaster, the canoes, okay? And I didn't even know you would be able to take it on the canoes. And my son's like, I don't think you can take it on the canoes. We don't need to ride the canoes. And I'm like, yes, we do. And they're like, well, that's a beautiful balloon you have there. And I'm like, yes. And and I'm like, oh, they're going to tell me I can't take it. And they're like, well, make sure it doesn't fall into the river. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And... So you can take the balloon on every attraction. If you ever wondered if you could do that, you can. <laughs> uh, you have to hold on to it yeah. tightly. <laughs> uh, that's, I never would have thought of that, honestly. I wouldn't either. Like, you'd think it would be a safety issue. Like, what if you let go and it goes flying off Big Thunder Mountain or something, you know? Speaking of Big Thunder Mountain, okay, when did the geyser start soaking you? (gasps) Yes, that's new, right? Because I was like, oh, here we go. And then, and I was like, oh, my God, that's a lot of water. Okay, that wasn't just me. Okay. No, I think that's new. Either that or I haven't ridden Big Thunder Mountain in a while, especially not in the summertime because the the wait times get so high. But that was like a little shocking for me. Okay, yes. I don't ride it all the time either, again, because the wait times are usually really high, and I'm just not going to wait for that. And that <laughs> caught me off guard. The geyser at the end just, like, sprays you in the face. I'm like, what is what is going on? And there's what? no splash warning or anything. <laughs> no. So that was, that was very rude. That was rude. Oh, my goodness. It made it going. more exciting. <laughs> it did. Okay. So a lot of the stuff that... Um, how things work and whatnot. We're, we'll we'll have on the website. We'll put on the show notes, like how to buy tickets and all that. It's only day tickets right now until the foreseeable future, and you have to buy them. They're a month ahead of time. So, yeah, just check the website. It's all on there. Um, so we have an interesting thing with the plastic bags now, right? Yes. Um. So, okay, I'm kind of confused. They might have changed it by now since I was there. Yeah. You know, a few days ago. So, Japan, as of July 1st, stores have to charge for plastic bags. That's just the th- law, I guess, mm-hmm. that, that was brought in. Yeah. It's like, it's it's across the board. Like, everywhere has to do it. And this includes Tokyo Disney. But 
When I was there on the first and I bought some stuff, they just gave me the plastic bags. And they even asked me if I wanted extra for my omiyage, which they normally ask for. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I thought, well, aren't you supposed to charge for these now? I think they're just eating the cost of it. Um, When I went, we went yesterday to Bon Voyage and they were still giving out bags. And okay, did they give you with each for for pretty much for each of the plastic bags they give you a little paper explaining yes. what the bags are made out of yeah like they did it was, that was i don't what are they doing i don't understand because like look i understand if like you want to give the person who's buying it the explanation like okay oh sure like oh you so you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't buy so many bags once they go on sale or i get i, I think they're just going to eat the cost and just keep giving them out but like I'm not going to put those in my souvenir bags because <laughs> I don't want the people receiving souvenirs feeling guilty about the plastic bags. You know well, what I and mean? And the, the ones that they do have, they are biodegradable mm-hmm. is what they say. And then there's another plastic bag that looks like something from a convenience store, <laughs> which I haven't seen yet. Oh. So I'm wondering if that's the one that we're going to end up having to pay for eventually. Oh. I was wondering, that's the other picture on the card, on the paper. Yes. Okay, so that is something they're going to have because I have not seen that. And I'm like, what is this bag? Like, my guess is maybe they're going to keep using the stock that they currently have until it's gone, Mm -hmm. then switch over. Okay. Because what I've noticed is uh, the stores that I've been going to, they do charge for the bags. And these bags actually... They feel higher quality. Mm-hmm. Like they feel thicker. Oh, wow. Because you're paying for them. So I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do with Tokyo Disney. But the plastic bags are already pretty good quality as they are. Yeah. For what they like for just plastic bags. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Did you buy <laughs> any of the Echo bags? I bought three. I bought so many of them. They're nice. They're actually really nice Echo bags. I thought, oh, they're, like, because they're so cheap. I'm like, oh, these are going to fall apart. But I was using one today to do the groceries, and they're actually really nice. Like, the handles are a good shape that you can sling over your shoulder. They're easy to, like, fold back up again. And, yeah, man, that's a really good value. Yeah, they're 500 yen. Mm-hmm. Like, or super, one super coin. cheap. One coin. 500 yen. One coin, yeah. In Japanese, if you hear someone say one coin, one coin, that means 500 yen. Because 500 yen coin is a coin. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. You you hear that everywhere. So a lot of Japanese people were talking about that. It's like, oh, it's one coin. It costs us one coin. Um, what that did... Beauty and the Beast area. Oh, my gosh. What did you think? Gorgeous. I think so, you know, too. You couldn't see it all. You're not going to see it all. I know. But... I, I wanted to like jump up and peek over the hedges. Okay. Okay. What? I, again, we don't know what they're doing. And even like the day that you went, so mm-hmm. you went the day after I did, they started taking stuff down, uh, like the hedges and stuff, like to uncover stuff. Yeah. And I've been seeing as the days go on, they keep removing things. So I'm like, are they getting ready to do something with that? I'm going to be mad if they open that bloody thing and I can't have like I don't have a ticket and they don't let us APs in. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna um, do it anytime soon. I think they're just um they're just kind of like unveiling it little 
by little maybe as they finish up those like finishing details that they need to get done or maybe they're just um testing how many people crowd around certain areas when something becomes a little uncovered maybe they don't want to uncover everything at once because everybody's going to go hog wild and, and just overcrowd the area so maybe they're kind of like yeah. doing that did Hard you to see say. it really is did you see the menu uh yes what i can't believe they have venues going up that was so weird to me yeah i feel like so i don't know like maybe they'll open in the fall i don't know because i i can't imagine that stuff sitting there uncovered until april of next year i don't know if <laughs> who knows Okay, well, besides the Beauty and the Beast area, which is gorgeous, by the way, and Maurice's cottage is fantastic. Mini-style studio looks really good, too, even though all we can see is the outside. Mm -hmm. The biggest surprise, I had no idea that was coming, was Mochi. Did you see him? Oh, we did. We saw him. My son freaked out. He's like, oh, my gosh, it's that cat. And I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> it is that cat. <laughs> so his name is Mochi. <laughs> his name is Mochi, or... Also known as Harry Baby. Harry Baby. He's just like chilling there, hanging out, sleeping on top of this ledge. <gasps> I love it. And he's on top. And he's, it looks like there's a little, it's a little area for new vending machines that look like we, like when I was there, I could, they weren't uncovered yet. So I couldn't see anything except for the top. Mm -hmm. But they look like they're cat shaped vending machines. What? But the cats are going to be dressed like Baymax, like, you know, with the armor and stuff. Oh my gosh. That's what I could tell. And that is a really cute detail. I can't even. And, you know, Japan loves cats. Everyone loves cats. So oh, it's yes. kind of an easy win. And I'm glad whoever came up with that idea. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Did you, did you, notice, did you notice his little whiskers? I did. He has whiskers and they're blowing in the wind. It's so cute. It's just like, oh my God, it's so cute. It's super duper cute. I loved it. And I also loved like a lot of the Baymax, like the, the headwear, like the parkwear. The Baymax that you can wear where he's sitting on your head. The little mini Baymax mm -hmm. looks so freaking cute. And then I saw a little kid the other day when we went to Bon Voyage who had the little Baymax like like summertime probably shouldn't be wearing it in the summertime but that fluffy hat that covers your entire head he was um, wearing yeah. that and i'm like oh, it's a little hot for that kiddo but he looked really really cute it's just yeah so cute hey i have oh a question goodness. speaking of like seasonal merch and stuff that was supposed to be released and the schedule for that someone messaged me the other day i think it was on twitter and they were asking about this um, the stuffy line with all these really beautiful flowers. I forgot what it's called. What's going on with that? Do you know anything about that? Spring and bloom or something? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it wasn't on the it website. Through the, I think it might be through the app. I'm not sure. I haven't. The stuff changes so quickly. It's so hard to keep up with it. Like mm -hmm. I just don't even bother anymore because I just don't know. And it looks so beautiful, but I I couldn't find it anything on the website at all, like the Duffy website. And I don't think it's on the app. Yeah, so I wonder if they might just push that to next spring. Or I mean, if they didn't date it, right? Well, it'd because be really it's not like an autumn design, and no. it's not a winter design. So 
Like the earliest you could do it would be springtime, right? Yeah. Or you could just release it in autumn anyway, since we're still doing Easter. <laughs> yeah. At this point, all bets are off. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Nothing matters. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but man, overall, though, I felt that Tokyo Disney Resort did an excellent job. Yeah. We had an amazing time and everything was really easy once you had your ticket. yeah once you were in the park it was extremely easy now we should add that as weeks go by they are going to start adding um, more people to the numbers that they allow into the park and you can already see a little bit the effect of that like maybe some of the wait times had gone up like 10 minutes or so which is still nothing but um they it is going to they are going to start increasing the capacity little by little. So it's not going to be as empty as it was in the beginning. No, it's just, yeah, it's going to get busy, busier and busier as time goes on. Just kind of like universal. Universal. It kind of scares me because it looks super crowded. Yeah. Like those wait times, like we're talking 240, 260 minutes already. So those are regular wait times. Those are regular wait times. So I don't know what's going on over there. So yeah, <laughs> as much as I, I love USJ, I'm like, oh, you might want to scale it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And as we mentioned before, um, we don't know when travel bans are going to be lifted. And even when they are, you really shouldn't be traveling anyway. Um, unless it's, you know, business or the you have a, like, you know, there's a, a really good reason. Um, I don't think Japan's going to be opening the borders anytime soon, honestly. Yeah. So that's just how it goes, unfortunately. But, oh, I forgot to mention, when I went to the park, uh, all the cast members were clapping and waving and saying, Okairi nasai. Oh, yeah. Okairi nasai means, like, welcome home. Uh-huh. Um, which they usually say anyway. Yeah. But, like, just that day it just felt so warm and welcoming and it just felt like we're home this is where we're <laughs> this is where we're supposed to be in the rain and the wind <laughs> <laughs> it was good though it was good I, I i'm very grateful that we were able to go Mm-mm-mm. oh speaking of one more thing that we totally forgot to talk about and i know you got to ride it the new monorail Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, what, two, a couple days after? Yeah. Two days after or whatever. It's nice. It's really sterile. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very spacious. It doesn't have as much... It's not as cozy as the other, like, the older models that are still running. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see why they needed it. Uh, well, not right now, but once crowds start coming back, the issue with the older ones was once you had people there with luggage and strollers, it was not very pleasant because oh. there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of space because a lot of, it got very cramped because the old ones, they had the curved benches, uh-huh. the curved seats. So that took up a lot of space, right? Like unnecessary space. So the newer ones, it's all kind of. Like a regular train almost. Yeah. Where the seats are just along the sides. And there's a lot, like, 
lot of open space in the middle. Okay, okay. So I, I understand why they did that. It's to help with crowding. You know, like my son notices the weirdest things. He wrote it and I, I had to go on an errand so I didn't get a chance to write it. But the thing that he noticed and that kind of bothered him, he's such a weird child, was the the doors in between the cars. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't like that it wasn't oh. open all the way through. Like this is the child yeah. that when he got the water bottle from like Hong Kong Disneyland, he's like, mommy, they didn't wipe off the water before handing it to me. I'm like, child, just take the water bottle and it's hot. Just just go. Don't worry about it. You know, so he notices like those little, little things sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, I, I noticed that too, where... Yeah, they're they're sliding doors, so it's kind of like a, a regular train because mm-hmm. most trains in Japan will have two doors between cars. Yeah, so you have to slide them open. Whereas the old monorails here, uh, the older ones, they have they're just open. You can just walk through them. So yeah. that's a very interesting design choice. It might have been just like the type of monorail they picked. They didn't really have a say. It could be, yeah, <laughs> for like sure. What what goes in it? So it's like, well, you have to have the doors. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's 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 a monorail, whatever. Exactly. I'm like, just go with it, child. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. But it's good to Overall, be back. Though, it's good to have the parks back. I don't know when I'll be back again because tickets are sold out until August. Ooh, so. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Wait and see. I see, I really don't think they're going to open the Beauty and the Beast land under, like, the limited no. capacity time. Because, like, even Universal Studios is kind of going kind of wild with how many people they let in and, and opening early. Um, even they are, I think, erring on the side of caution with Nintendo World. So I think if, like, that's what they're doing, I think TDR, who's been a bit more cautious, will kind of continue that trend and will probably open when it's a little calmer. Yeah. Well, and I don't think they'd want to open it with the social distancing markers. Cause that's just going to make it look funny. Sure. Right. Sure. And not filling up the attraction to mm. capacity and stuff. It's just going to make it it's, uh, operationally it'd probably just be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to think about the wait times. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Well, Explorers, make sure you let us know what you think. And if you have questions and stuff, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com and whatnot. And shoot us a message on Twitter. Before we go, we have to say thank you to some wonderful Explorers who are supporting us through Patreon over at patreon.com slash tdrnow. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, and Baker. And a big warm thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Murray H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, and Eli. 
And remember, you can find everything we talked about up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you go check out the new design. Forgot to mention that. We have a new design now. So make sure you go and check that out. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those places. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one trying not to spill popcorn everywhere because it's just so bloody windy. <laughs> and joining, as always, is the wonderful Patricia who finally got her balloon. Yes, I I am the one admiring my beautiful yellow Mickey Mouse shaped balloon <laughs> every day. <laughs> every single day every single day thank you so much you guys for listening um we really really appreciate it and uh keep exploring uh cautiously with a mask and while washing your hands (laughs) (laughs) all right explorers we'll talk to you next time